welcome to Danny's Wonderful Podcast. <laughs> Hello, it's your host, Danny of Danny's Wonderful Podcast. I bet you didn't expect to see me back a second week in a row. And if you didn't, I really don't blame you. <laughs> um, as I said, I plan to be back. I plan to make this a collective season, a real season, a weekly season. Um, I want this to be a thing, so welcome back. If you're new, though, I'm Danny from Danny's Wonderful Podcast. You can listen to season two, episode one, because it's out now. If you're hearing this, it's out now, obviously, but but this is episode two. But there's also season one now. If you want to listen to season one, you can go ahead, but I think I sound horrible in season one. I sound literally like a little kid. It was, it was, ugh, it was ew. It's definitely ew, but it'd be nice if you want to catch up. It's not like an episodial type thing, because I feel like I talk about different stuff in every thing, every podcast episode. It's not ever really the same thing. But yeah, I'm your host, Danny, and thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to my podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Danny's wonderful podcast. If you don't know if if you're or if you're new, I always ask, how was your day? So I'm gonna start by doing that. How was your day? If you need more time, of course, feel free to pause. How was your week? If you feel you need more time, definitely go ahead and pause. Just let it all out. Let me know how it was. I am genuinely want to know, even though I can't hear you, but I hear you, even though I can't hear you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I hope it was well. If it wasn't well, I hope it gets better. Mm, I really do. Um, I hope everyone's having a great day today. It's podcast episode day, so I hope it's great. <laughs> um, I feel like this episode is going to be kind of here and there because I came up with all my topics today. I know it's really the thing about consistency with podcasting for me is it's not like time that's an issue <clears throat> or motivation that's an issue. It's finding topics to speak on that's an issue. And um, I don't know why it's so hard for me to do so it really is just a hassle and I don't understand why because I feel like when I'm not podcasting I always have so much to talk about but that's the thing when I talk about stuff it's spontaneous and it's not like for a certain time so I need to get better on that I need to just look at what's going on recently speaking of that let's just quickly go on Twitter and see what's trending <laughs> That could be like a segment that I do from here on out. Um, let's see. I'm sorry, I'm like chewing gum. I feel like it's so annoying and it sounds so loud.
Oh, deleted Spotify is going viral. What's happening? <clears throat> What's going on? Joni Mitchell joined Neil Young in pulling her music off Spotify in protest of the platform featuring COVID misinformer Joe Rogan. Oh, wow. The legendary singer-songwriter said in this statement, I've decided to remove all my music from Spotify. Irresponsible people are spreading lies that are costing people their lives. I stand with I stand in solidarity with Neil Young and the global scientific and medical communities on this issue. The protest was started by Neil Young, who pulled his music from Spotify because the service was spreading lies and misinformation about COVID by exclusively hosting Joe Rogan's podcast. Young and Mitchell were both inspired by a letter from 270 medical experts decrying or decrying, I don't know how you say it, but the spread of COVID misinformation on Rogan's podcast to listeners who have an average age of 24. It would be great to see more current top-selling artists make the same commitment to abandon Spotify, but that is unlikely to happen. The music industry was on the blink of collapse before streaming. Record companies are thriving, but artists are not. Musicians make about half a cent per stream, which for legends like Young and Mitchell adds up fast. By streaming also makes up 83% of all music sales revenue, so the odds that the top-selling artists and labels will join Young and Mitchell are slim. Most importantly, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell have informed millions of the people of the role of Spotify in spreading COVID misinformation. Their accounts have led to users canceling their... (laughs) That was a notification. Canceling their... Where was I? Oh, accounts. Oh my goodness, so many people are deleting their Spotify. I want to know what he said. Let me just type in Joe Rogan. I feel like it'll be the first thing that pops up. Spotify employees are vocally upset inside the company over the streaming platform's deal with Joe Rogan due to his views on COVID vaccines, but their executive leadership has mostly stayed quiet both inside and outside the firm. Today, however, Dusty Jenkins, Spotify's lead of global communications and public relations, posted a message to the company Slack addressing employee concerns about Joe Rogan's presence on the platform after Neil Young removed his music in protest. (coughs) What did he say? Um, what did Joe Rogan say? I can't find it, though. Um. I need, like, a direct quote. Um. What did Rogan, Joe Rogan even say? Oh, I found a clip. Let's listen. 
to sort out. The climate change one is a weird one. So that well, one that's because there's no such thing as climate, right? Climate and everything are the same word. And I, that's what bothers me about the climate change types. It's like, this is something that bothers me about it technically. It's like, well, climate is about everything. So, okay. But your models aren't based on everything. Your models are based on a set number of variables. Yeah. So that means you've reduced the variables, which are everything, to that set. Well, how did you decide which set of variables to include in the equation if it's about everything? And that's not just a criticism. That's like, if it's about everything, your models aren't right. Because mm. your models do not and cannot model everything. What do you mean by everything when you say hard to sort? Oh. Okay. Who's talking about climate change? <laughs> um, I don't even use Spotify. Although, um, that's because my membership ran out and I didn't buy it, so... Yeah. Um, I believe in climate change, of course. Climate change is definitely real. It's definitely detrimental. Um, I don't even understand what he was saying, to be honest. Like, he was saying climate is everything. Anyways. That was one thing that was trending. What else is trending? <clears throat> Ooh. Janet Jackson is trending. Oh, she's having a documentary coming out soon. When did it come out? Um. Oh, it came out last night. Oh, I'll definitely have to see into it. It seems interesting. Everybody's talking about it. Um, Janet Jackson, of course, is a legend in the music industry. We love Janet Jackson. Speaking of music, well, yeah, because nothing else is really trending on Twitter. Like, usually someone's over party, but I guess not today. <laughs> so, um, speaking on, because of Janet Jackson, speaking of music, I'm going to go into my next segment. And my next segment is heavily music bound. But, in, yeah, it's heavily music bound. So, I hope you enjoy it. And let's move on to that segment. Now, although I was saying, um, maybe I didn't even say this. I was going to say, although I was saying I wasn't organized. When did I ever say that? All I said was I came up with my topics today. Anyways, I was organized on this next topic. And I want to make this a weekly thing. Weekly, my top 10 favorite songs with honorable mentions. So, because I love music and I'm always listening to music. So every week, let's take a tune in to what I'm listening to. I will say all of these songs are Korean, except for one of them is Japanese, but it's still by a K-pop group. So, yeah, none of it's Western this week. I don't know why. I've just really been listening to a lot of K-pop recently. Um... But then again, I feel like no one in the West who I really listen to has been coming out with music. So, um, everything that's on the radio is pretty boring. Nothing I would put on my playlist. So, anyways, let's get into it. Starting off, Yina Smiley featuring Smiley by Yina featuring BB. If you don't know Yina, Yina was a former member of a popular Korean group called Eyes One. 
or iZone, I don't necessarily know how you say it, but I just say iZone. It was a K-pop group formed on a survival show, Produce 48, which was a group that lasted for two years, two and a half years, I think, and their contract ended last year, early last year, May, I think February, January through March, sometime around that time. And I really loved Eyes One. I wasn't like the biggest fan because I just hadn't listened to them that much besides like basically when they disbanded. It's really sad, but um i wasn't a huge fan of yina like i didn't dislike her but i didn't know her that well until she came out with this new song and i love it it's just an upbeat smiley anthem it just makes you want to smile get up and dance jump around (laughs) on to our number two is yippee yippee by espa espa has really been um They've been doing it recently. They've been making noise. They're very well known in the Korean K-pop industry. They debuted in 2020. um, And since then, slowly have been having more comebacks. And every single comeback is big. They make so much noise. I love Yippie Yippie. Um, Half of the song is upbeat and dancey. And Yippie, you're gonna love. Like, you just want to jump and smile. And then... Some of it's like, mm, yippee, and then like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like, like, ooh, kind of like devious, like, cool, like, <laughs> I feel like this sounds so stupid trying to describe it, but I can't play a snippet, like, you're not allowed to do that, so, but I love the vibes of that song, it's kind of like, undertoned, just relaxing, I love that song, it just makes me want to dance. Third is... Watata by Kepler. If you don't know Kepler, Kepler is similar to Eyes One that I just talked about. They were on a survival show. I literally watched it the whole summer to see my favorite member, if they will, or my favorite trainee, if they'll debut in the group. They did not. <coughs> Excuse me. Nonetheless, I love Kepler and I'm so glad with how it turned out. And their debut song, Watata, was one of my favorites. Um, I love to play. I even learned the dance. What da da da? That's an upbeat dance song, I would say. But it also has a little bit. It kind of is like if you've listened to Charlie's Angels, it's kind of like at one point it's similar to like Lana, how like she didn't match, but like it still blended and sounded really good. Um, it has p- parts like that, like slower parts, but the, for the most part, it's fast paced, like groovy song. I love it. And then number four is. Siesta by Wekimeki. I love Siesta by Wekimeki. It's just one of those songs where it's kind of like, I feel like I'm sitting in a patch of flowers, I would say, and it's a windy day, and I'm breathing in the air, and it's so clear, and I just feel free. I love listening to that song. It makes me just feel so calm and so in the moment. I just, I love that song. I love all these songs. I keep saying I love them all. <clears throat> but yeah. As for Wucky Meki themselves, I haven't really listened to them that much. But I definitely want to check them out because I love Siesta. Next, DM by Fromis9. Fromis9 is similar to Kepler and Eyes One as they were formed on Idol School. Kepler was formed on Girls Planet 999. I know I didn't say that, but. But Fromis9 was formed on Idol School which was another Korean survival show. 
and but they're a permanent group. The other groups are temporary groups, but Fremistine's permanent. Fremistine never disappoints with their title tracks. And the most recent one is called DM. It's so good. It had a lot of controversy. I don't know if I'd like to use that word, but people are saying it sounded like the feels, but only like the snippet did. The whole song itself sounds nothing like it. It's so fun. It's more the, I feel like a lot of the other songs besides Siesta are like dance, upbeats. This one is um, an upbeat, but it's not really a dance song. I feel like it's more of you just groove and bop your head kind of song. Still enjoyable. And I love the vibes. And um, it's always good whenever, like, you hear, like, these smaller groups that are finally rising to fame and stuff. Like, it's nice to see. I wouldn't say I was a day one from Snine Stan or a fan, but um, I did like them a few comebacks ago. And seeing them kind of rise up and become more well-known is always nice. Six, we have Stereotype by Stacy. This is probably... This is one of the oldest songs on the list right now, besides the one I'm about to go in at number eight. But even though it came out like mid last year or whatever, I love Stereotype. It wasn't even mid last year. I don't even think so. I think it was late last year, which was only a few months ago. But I loved Stereotype. Oh, I don't know what it is with Stacey. They just, they can't make bad songs. They just, something in their bones just doesn't let them. It just makes me want to get up and dance and sit in a field, do everything. It's like, the only reason I didn't put it number one is because I've listened to the song so much. It's been out longer than all these other songs, basically, besides number eight. It just makes you want to bust a move and it makes you just, it's so enjoyable. I don't know, Stacy songs always hit, like, in the best way. I love Stacy. Will always love Stacy. I'm excited for Stacy's debut in February. You bet your bottom dollar. I I don't even know what that expression means, but you can bet on it that I will talk about it on this podcast because I love Stacy. I'm a big Stacy fan. I'm a Swift. I'm a big Swift. Um, it was a great song, so I definitely want you to listen to it. I don't even want to sing any of it because I want you to go and listen to it. Go listen to Stereotype. Um, our next song, Donut by Twice. Donut by Twice is kind of like Siesta by Weki Meki. How I said it's more of um, a calm sit in the flowers, breathe kind of song. But Donut is a love song. And I don't know if you'd know it at first glance if you don't speak Japanese. This is um, the one Japanese song on the list. But I love Twice taking a more mature concept and a more mature route and more mature vocals and just really going with it and proving they don't have to do cutesy concepts and always sing high-pitched and always just perform in that type of way. This song was definitely <clears throat> different than a lot of their songs, I would say. It was definitely slower paced, and I like that about the song. It makes me just, I don't know, the song feels like winter to me. I feel like when I listen to Donut by Twice, I want to just drink some hot chocolate and just be in the moment and think about all the things that I love in life. Um, yeah, you might be wondering, how do you listen to these songs and don't speak the languages? Um, I just look at the lyrics to songs because I want to know the song that I'm vibing to is like making me... Um, I want to know the songs that is making me feel like these types of way. I want to make sure that they're like actually have a message to them. But yeah. I always look them up in English to see what they're like, but I want to learn Korean one day. I always say that, but I really do one day. Even though that song's in Japanese, but still. Number eight, Panorama by iZone. 
I just said I was going to call them Eyes One, but I don't even care. I don't even know what I said I was going to call them. I can't even backtrack, but this is the group I was talking about. Um, Yina was from number one. Izone was on Produce 48, like I said earlier, and this was their last song that they ever had, or their last title track. It's called Panorama. The first intro to the song says, shoot, take a panorama. It's a really emotional song when you get down to it, because it's basically talking about how their time is kind of running out with their fans, and like it's time to say goodbye, and I love that song. Truly... um. It's a dance song if you don't know the lyrics, but once you know the lyrics, like, it feels like less of a dance song and more of a, like, song that you have to cope with that they're leaving and that they're not going to be a group anymore and you're never going to see them all together as a group singing and dancing and being I-Zone anymore. It, um, it's a great song. I love the song. Should take a panorama. Um, I always say I want to learn the dance, but it's really intricate, but I love the song. Nine, when I saw I didn't put this on the list, I had to rearrange my list. Um, Dreams Come True by Espa. Espa was number, let's see, Espa was number two. Now they're making their reappearance at number nine. Espa is a group under SM, a big label in Korea. And Dreams Come True is a remake of SES's song, which is a remake of another person's song. But the original song that they're the song that they're remaking of was from the 1990s. And this song is like a re-variation of it, but it's a remake, so it's not sim it's not completely 100 percent similar. They added their own touches and different parts to it. I really loved Dreams Come True. I loved the song. I love it, but I love the music video. I love the concept of it was like a fairy concept but if you watch the music video and saw the outfits I loved the fairy outfit and the vibes and I really liked the vocals on this track everything felt so smooth to me on this track the only reason it wasn't higher I would say is because this song also came out I feel like a lot of these songs came out a little bit ago not like stereotype and panorama little bit ago but the only reason it's probably not higher is because i've listened to it so much like i said with some other songs um i listen to it a bunch a bunch a bunch like so much i love listening to dreams come true it doesn't get old but it's just like i would listen to the other songs above it because they feel newer to me even though i've listened to number one smiley by yina like a million times it doesn't get old i don't know but that's what i always say this one is that's probably the newest one on the list so it only makes sense and then number 10 we get a reappearance from from is nine i feel so like okay there's so many groups that i could have put on here but i probably just forgot about them and but i love so many groups and so many songs i just don't don't be mad if your fave didn't make it especially if your fave is like an english singer but there was just so many songs that i was thinking of and it's really hard to compile songs i would say because you forget about songs you want to rearrange it but i'm happy with what it is number 10 is we go by from miss nine and it's probably their best title track better than dm but again this is probably an older song too like 2020 so Wait, 2020 was two years ago. Oh my goodness, that's, I'm sorry. That's just, I know that sounds like so stupid, but like, that's so crazy. That was so long ago. Anyways, 
this is an upbeat dance song. You're just going to want to shake. Yeah. Behind. <laughs> You're going to want to bust a move. Come with me now. Na, 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 na. We go, we go. We go, we go. Uh, uh. If I ever sing on this podcast, please don't like judge me. I know it's not the best, but you know, we getting it on. We having a party in this podcast. I don't know if I talk too loud, too quiet, but if you want to send me a voice message, you can. I forgot the link, but I'll say it in the next segment what the link is to do a voice message. So stay tuned. If you stay tuned till the end, then say watermelon because you deserve it. And if you skipped, you might not have heard that part. So you don't get that enrichment of saying watermelon. Anyways, it was really good. That's my top 10. Um, Now to get into honorable mentions. Oh my goodness, I'm actually like having some time, like this filling up some space. I love to see it. I'm going to keep doing this segment every week. Honorable mentions, unless you guys hate it, but then say something in the messages. <laughs> I'll say in the next segment what the messages is, like I said before, but honorable mentions, number one, In and Out by Red Velvet. I wish I could have put this in the list, but the thing is, it's so old. I could have put something off of the Queendom album, but I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. I just haven't. This week was more of the other songs weeks, but Red Velvet is always heavy in my rotation. So I love Red Velvet. And in and out is just like, I rediscovered it recently. I had heard it like once or twice, but I wasn't ever like a big listener of the song. I was on the Rev Festival. I really, I listened to it and... I've heard all the songs, but I never was, like, a big listener of the Rev Festival besides, like, to be honest, besides Psycho. I liked uh, their other albums more. Like, The Perfect Velvet is probably my favorite Red Velvet album. I love listening to that one. Or, um, what's the name? Summer Magic. I don't know why I forgot. I love those albums. More, like, dance poppy, so, Yeah. But In and Out is a great song. It's more of a like darker toned song, but it's still like a pace and I love the vibes. Our second honorable mention. I'm so sorry. How did I not put any Luna in there? That's crazy, but why not by Luna? Ooh, la la. Away, away, away. Um, I love the song. It's more of a dance pop type of energy. I love that song. Yeah, that's basically all I can say. It's um definitely more experimental compared to the other songs. Then we have Super Yuppers by WJSN Chocomb. That's like their subunit. I love that song. It's very cute. It's very bubbly. I love the concept of it. I'm not a big fan of cute concepts, but WJSN really pulled it off. This subunit was amazing. And then Weapon by Itzy was made for... Street Fighter Woman, I think that's like a, a show in Korea where they do dancing. It was made for that show, but it's so good. It could have been, and honestly, it could have been like their own song, and I would have been happy with it. Weapon. So good. And then our last song on our honorable mentions is ASAP by Stacy. I had to put it because that song is old, but never gets old. It's literally laced. One of my favorite songs in K pop of all time. But all of Stacey's title tracks are in there. 
and their b-sides truly amazing ASM. <laughs> so good stream asap stream it now stream all these songs now what are you waiting for i hope you enjoyed that segment on to the next <laughs> Let's do some breathing real quick. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Do you feel calmer now? I hope you do. <laughs> um, I'm pretty bored so let's talk about why i'm bored also i just in the last segment that i will be telling you the questions they give you want to send a question a voice message it's https the the two dots that's on the same key as the colon the two dots it's https the two dots slash slash like if you're entering in any like website and then after the slash slash is anchor.fm, anchor.fm slash D-A-N-I-M 45 slash message. One last time, HTTPS double dots slash slash anchor.fm slash Danny M 45 slash message. Message. That's how you send me a voice message. Um, let's see. Um, updates with my life. I read another book. It was a good book. Um, I enjoyed it. That's why I love my reading for pleasure class. Because one thing about reading I've just thought about is, it's like, if you know what a webtoon is, it's like reading a webtoon. But when you want to binge a webtoon, you have to have coins. But when you have a book, you can binge the whole book for free i mean unless you have to pay for the book but i usually check out books from my library so it's cost friendly no cost at all so but yeah <clears throat> um it's just a thought um i never really was a reader but reading is growing on me honestly um i feel like when i read i feel smarter to be honest i feel like even though I always stumble and don't enunciate properly or find the words I want to say in the moment, I feel like I do a better job. Even though it's only been like two weeks. Like, I need to calm down. It's really not that deep. <laughs> Anyways, so let's go through this week for me. I had a lot of homework. I hate homework. Homework is so boring. I had two quizzes yesterday. <sighs> This this podcast, when you're listening, it'll be a Saturday, and I had them on Friday. I hated the quizzes. They just, too much at once. It was very stressful. Anyways, I lived, I made it through them, and I'm alive. And that's just what you got to think about. Be thankful that you're alive. Um, I'm kind of just compiling a bunch of thoughts into this segment. I used my teeth whiteners today. And I feel like my teeth were whiter. And I got ready today as if I was going to go out with friends. Because um, I've just seen like people's philosophy saying, if you get ready as if you're about to go somewhere, then you feel more productive. And 
even though I technically didn't really do that much besides like homework and like just my own accord um daily tasks and enjoyable tasks like just like watching tv or playing internet games I still felt much more productive but I'm working on my productivity and procrastination is something I'm trying to kill and it's it's too much like I just can't be procrastinating the way I do I need this is like and I feel like online school really like when I did online school last year it just put this mindset that um everything's on my accord but now it's everything is on the teachers and the classes accord not necessarily just a singular student so it's very much a different lifestyle and I'm still adjusting into the second semester it's crazy but honestly it's interesting nonetheless hmm what's something I want to talk about I had something in my notes I think my screensaver on my phone is Piplup Ooh, I love Piplup if you don't know who Piplup is he's a Pokemon cute little penguin did I have something <gasps> okay I've always tried to catch the ice cream man by always I mean like three times like once I was on the phone with someone a friend and I was like I'm gonna catch the ice cream man could not catch him he was gone it was so sad anyways today the ice cream man was coming and my dad was all like the ice cream man's coming like get some ice cream and like he gave me some money and I had to chase the ice cream and he was not stopping for me I feel like if I had a video version of this it'd be so funny honestly because like my facial expressions I feel like I'm a funny person to be honest I don't know if you even laughed once at my podcast but and I finally he stopped because he saw me coming and I walked up and he was like Ugh. I was like huh that's always my response. I always say, oh, when I don't know what someone says. It's like, oh, I'm sorry for that. And I was like, oh, it's okay. And then <laughs> I had got me a SpongeBob ice cream. It reminded me so much of childhood. I got me a SpongeBob ice cream. Of course, it's messed up like always. Doesn't even look like him. Face all scrambled up. But it tasted 10 times better because of the nostalgia impact. Oh my goodness, it was so nice. And they were playing Spongebob theme music. It was so interesting. I always miss it. And when I say always, I'm talking about the three times, two out of the three times I missed it. But today I had the luck of getting to the ice cream truck. And it really was a moment. It really brought me back to childhood. No, I'm just kidding. But it was just nice. And I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I loved it. So... This is your sign to go find the ice cream truck. And if it doesn't come to your neighborhood, it didn't come to mine until like the summer of last year. So you just have to wait for it to come. You need to find, they. you need to have a rise in ice cream in your neighborhood. Make it a side hustle to sell ice cream until the ice cream man does come. Cause he's like, wow, they're making bank off of ice cream in this area. So it's your fault. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that was just like my little side story and little things. I was going to end the podcast off here, but I don't want to. And I thought of something to do. So let's get into the next segment. I'm recording this segment after the segment that you'll hear next. But I wanted to do this segment. So we're back at the ASMR jump scare. ASMR jump scare. 
let's eat some chips. These are Taki kettle chips, so it's like a kettle. You know, like potato chip, it's not like the actual rolled up tortilla one. Here we go. I like it so much better this way, it tastes so much better. Let's have some drink. was really good. Ew, excuse me if you heard that little burpee thing. Um, yeah, it's basically to this segment. I don't like eating and videoing it for too long. It's only fun for the first 30 seconds. I just feel awkward. I do enjoy doing this ASMR segment though. If you don't, then let me know. HTTPS double dot slash slash anger dot FM slash Danny M45 slash message or forever or forever hold your peace. Anyways, let's get into the next segment. I'm just going to say this now so I can just jump straight into it. The next segment that I'm going to be doing is called MID butthole. It's actually a hole, but I'm not going to say the A word because, you know, I keep it clean. Um, but yeah, it's, am I the butthole is what I'll be referring to it as. And basically the description is a catharsis for the frustrated moral philosopher in all of us. And that place to finally found, find out if you were in the wrong in an argument that's been bothering you. Tell us about any nonviolent conflict you have experienced. Give us both sides of the story and find out if you're right or if you're the butthole. That's a quick synopsis of Am I the Butthole? And let's get right into it. <clears throat> let's get started. First one. Am I the Butthole? From my response to my sister's boyfriend's brutal honesty. My female 35 sister, female 27, started dating one of those brutally honest guys a few months ago. He can be quite rude and make backhanded comments about me and the family sometimes, which is bothersome, but my sister says he's not malicious, but it's just a brutally honest time and we should get used to it. I visited my parents' house to celebrate my sister's birthday and my husband couldn't come with me because he was busy. After the party, we all sat down for dinner and my sister's boyfriend said it was weird that my husband and I don't have kids despite being married for six years now. I was shocked that he had brought this up, but I gave a short answer stating that it's because of infertility issues. He asked on which side and I didn't want to answer, but my sister said it's on my side. I got uncomfortable as he looked at me for a second and said that maybe not having kids now was a good thing because he thought women over 30 might produce defective babies due to age. I told him it was none of his business, but he said that he was just giving his honest opinion. And that's all. 
in return told him, while maintaining eye contact, trust me, if I wanted a butthole's opinion, I would have farted. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so funny. Literally everyone at the table bursted into laughter and my sister and her boyfriend were stunned. A few seconds later, her boyfriend excused himself out of the mic. Sister followed, then sent me a text after they left saying I was mean and disrespectful towards her boyfriend and insulted him maliciously just because he stated his honest opinion. <clears throat> She also said I ruined her birthday by being petty and making her boyfriend the joke of the night in front of the family. I didn't respond, but she demanded an apology via mail as soon as possible. Mom agreed that I shouldn't have said what I said and should have just ignored him knowing he is. I think I am the butthole, but I'm not sure. I do not think they're the butthole. (laughs) That's funny. I don't think they're the butthole, though. They, he deserved it. Let him know. Um, let me find another good one. Am I the butthole for believing the housekeeper over my son? We hired a housekeeper that comes over several times a week to get the house clean since my husband and I are busy with work. We have two kids, Jeremy 16 and Raya 14. Now Jeremy is a jokester. He likes pulling pranks on everyone in the house and that included the housekeeper. He did stuff like throw her purse, hide her wallet, and got punished for it, then told to not do it again. Because our housekeeper almost quit and we didn't want that. Now on to the current situation. Some days ago, I got a call from Jeremy while he was having friends over telling me he saw the housekeeper sneak one of my jewelry into our purse and asked me to come home immediately. I freaked out and tried to call my husband, but he didn't pick up. I went home and was mad. I talked to the housekeeper and she denied putting anything in her purse. I demanded to see her purse and my jewelry was there. The housekeeper started swearing on her children that she didn't put it in there and she had no idea how it got there. I believed her and figured Jeremy had something to do with it, given his history. I switched my attention towards him and had him explain to me exactly how he saw our housekeeper do it. He told me what he saw, but a friend of his... I just saw my place! Okay, but a friend of his came forward and said that he saw Jeremy put the jewelry inside the lady's purse and was trying to get her in trouble. Jeremy yelled at his friend and then told me it was just one of his pranks, but I was furious. I kicked the rest of his friends who covered for him out, and I pushed, punished him hard and apologized to the housekeeper. My husband reacted unexpectedly after he heard and said that I was wrong for choosing to believe the housekeeper over our son, even though there was a witness, but he said his friend must have said this to get him in trouble or because the housekeeper paid him to stay him to side with her which was shockingly absurd of him to say he said i was not being a good mother and my first instinct is to always believe my son in whatever he says and never ever question him in front of his friends like that i'm confused did i mess up i do not think they messed up honestly i mean once someone cries wolf it's just like the saying goes If you want to lie or do something repetitively and then be taken serious, you're just a joke. So I think they took the right call to action in that situation. What do you think? Let's see. 
am I the bow for part for buying a gargantuous amount of milk and chocolate powder? So today I, 17 male, was drinking some chocolate milk and my mother barged in my room and started complaining that I was drinking all the milk in the house. I drink around one cup of chocolate milk per day. After she was done with her rant, I said, okay. And I went off to, I went to care for, it's like a Walmart. And I bought 30 liters of milk and five kilograms of chocolate powder. Nescal. When she saw me coming home with boxes, she asked why I bought all of that. And I said, milk and chocolate won't be a problem for a while. She's mad at me, but my father can't stop laughing. So am I the butthole? Edit, I think the milk will last up to four months outside the refrigerator. I don't see how this even counts, but... (laughs) I don't see how he made it on here, but I don't think I don't think he is. It's just milk. Am I the butthole for letting my nephew's friend eat something that's not vegan? I, 25 female, help my sister with a lot of her kids. She has two she has a two and a five-year-old son who we will call Lucas and a three-month-old Hazel. I go to her house every other day to hang out with the kids and also sort of keep an eye out for how things go with their nanny. I also step in every time their nanny can't. Now the issue? A few days ago, my nephew brought a friend home, Adam. I had no idea he was coming until my sister dropped them both home with me and Hazel. But there was no real issue, and I just warmed the food my sister had already set up, which were two identical plates with the same food. All was well for a few hours, and I just supervised the kids every 10 to 15 minutes to see that they weren't blowing up the house. Just when it was getting dark, I set the kids up to watch Disney+, Plus, and Lucas asked if he could get snacks. My sister doesn't have any restrictions about snacks, and nothing was mentioned to me about Adam, so I just told them to go for it. They watch half of an Olaf special, and Adam's parents arrive. Just as quickly, I grabbed his backpack to walk him to the door. Adam quickly asked me if he could take a couple of chocolates home. I said that, of course, it was fine and he should take as many as he pleases, and so he does. We went to the front door and his parents are there waiting to pick Adam up and thank me for just taking good care of their son. Everything goes well, just until the kid shows the Hershey's bar on his little hand. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. I don't know what this whole coughing a billion times and pausing is about. Sorry. (laughs) Saying that both the parents went nuclear on me doesn't begin to cover it. Both of them began screaming about how disrespectful it was for me to give a vegan child animal products. That I was an awful person and even accused me of giving him animal products to disrespect them. I don't even know how to react because this is all news to me. I try my hardest to explain but they won't stop yelling and have even made both kids cry. After yelling some more, both of them left, and then my sister came home. She asked what happened, and she agrees to it being my fault. I can't believe everything that happened. Since I left my sister's house that night, I haven't gone back. She she did leave a voicemail, but after all that went down, I don't want to hear it. I really don't feel like I'm the butthole. And if anything, I feel bad for the kids. So am I the butthole? I don't think so. There, No one left her anything, like any heads up. How is she supposed to even know? What do you think? Um, I think I'm just going to do one more. <laughs> Let's see. Let me try and find a good one. 
and mother but whole for threatening to rep- report a doctor's office for fraud. I recently told my mom this story and she thought I was being a Karen about it, but I don't think I was. I am Canadian with government-run healthcare systems. They are provincially run. I moved providences. I moved providences recently. I had gotten a referral to a specialist in my old providence, but then COVID hit and nothing came of it. One day, six months after we moved, while in my new province and with a new province sole health care card number, I received a call from an out of providence province number. I answered and it was the specialist asking if I was ready for my appointment, to which I told him I had no idea what he was talking about. Apparently, he had set up an appointment without my knowledge or even telling me. We had a mail, we had mail forwarding, so I would have gotten the letter if he sent me one. Told him I was the I was in a new province and had a new referral. Two weeks later, I get a letter stating I was on the hook for one hundred fifty dollars for the appointment. The doctor had tried to charge my old health card number for the appointment. I was mad, so I called them and told them that I didn't have an appointment. I never agreed to or was notified of anything, so I wasn't paying. The office the office staff got nasty and threatened to send it to collections, so I threatened to report them to the province for fraudulent charges of a health card. And I did so, because it was. A few days later, I got a call back saying that the doctor has decided not to charge you for the appointment. No one thinks I was being the butthole and should have just paid. So Reddit, am I the butthole? To end this off, I do not think any of them have been the butthole so far. I really wanted to find one where I thought they were being the nasty person in the situation and just being annoying and call them out on it because they need to be called out. But I could not find anything. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope we had some fun. And I'm glad that this episode was at least a little bit longer than last episode. I don't know how long this episode was. Um, I know it's at least longer than 30 minutes. I'm trying to at least, at the least of least, 30 minutes. But if I can get, if I can get more than 20 minutes, I'm grateful. So yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. And this was... Season two, episode two of Danny's wonderful podcast.